Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is your bi-weekly source of gaming news, questions, and impressions from minimap.com.au. Remember that setup. Uh, my name's Kerry Palmer. I am joined, as always, by June Williams. Hello. And Jeremy Bratatich. Hello. I think it bears mentioning right off the start that we finally, finally have podcast music, everybody. Yay! Yay! It's so and it exciting. took us a year. Yeah, and <laughs> half. <laughs> we had such grand plans, and then they just stalled for months. Yeah, um, they just never, never fell through in a way. No, like, they always fell through, rather. Yes. Yeah. They never didn't fall through. <laughs> um, but that is no longer the case. Thank you to Shook Music for letting us use some of their music. Um, that song that you just heard... It's from a little YouTube video on their channel. Um, it's called Moog Model D Improv. It's just a little jam and sesh. Um, it's one of Jeremy's favorite artists. And um, he just heard that song at one point. It was like, hey, listen to this. And I was like, hey, this could be good for the thing. And Shook has graciously allowed us to use it uh, for our little little podcast here. So thank you so much, Shook. You can find them. At, uh, they've got a band camp. Um, so that's shook.bandcamp.com. We'll be and like Spotify and all that stuff as well. Spotify as well, yeah. Um, you know, Shook music is. Uh, you've been you've been playing stuff for me, from Shook for like, I don't know, like a year or so. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, like two now. Like, um, I watched Better Call Saul recently, and the pilot episode has got a Shook song in it for like eight minutes, and it's just yep. the best <laughs> the, yep. the whole time. And I was like, oh, that's where you got this from. And Jeremy was like, no, I knew Shook before it was cool. <laughs> That I did. So, how are we all? How are we? Not busy. No? Anti-busy? I mean, I have a lot of stuff to do. I'm just sort of like not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a big, big mood at the moment, I think. I personally am going insane, I think. Going insane? I am so, 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 so tired of being at home. I'm so sick of it. Oh, right. Fair enough. Let me out of my cage. <laughs> Yeah, I need I need to I've go for more I've been doing walks. just fine. Like, I've been doing. I did a little bit of ring fit the last couple of weeks. What was thank, that? thank you, June. <laughs> it was a delayed joke in my head. <laughs> sorry, continue. No, it's all right. I don't even remember what I was. I'm just rambling, rambling man. Um. Hey, let's talk about some games, shall we? No, not on this show. No? no. <laughs> <laughs> Only maps. Cartography, yeah. damn it. <laughs> yep. The smallest of maps. Um, so this isn't going to be like the last, couple, the, the last couple of episodes where it's been like Animal Crossing Blowout and Final Fantasy Blowout like podcast. Um, yeah, all, all been... the games are out. There's nothing left that's come out. <laughs> yeah. And everything else has been pushed back by at least a few weeks, if not yeah. months, if not like a year. Um, so we're just gonna we're just gonna crack on, crack on in. Um, this is minimap.com.au's bi-weekly podcast. You can go to that website if you want to check out any of our other content. Content like my Final Fantasy VII remake review, which is up, which was up when the last one came out. It is very long in terms of things that I've ever written in the past, <laughs> and um, 
and I put a lot of work into it, and I'm pretty happy with it. Um, I was saying to Jeremy and June that, like, as soon as I put pictures and the 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 review, the words into our website and got to look at it that way, it became so much better and easier to read than mm-hmm. when I was just staring at a document that was just like like numbers of pages long that I won't divulge. Um, I read a thing that a good thing you should do while editing is to like change the font, export it as a PDF and then read it through that or something. Oh. Yeah, like just 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 to give it a different look so you not quite ex- you, you notice different things when you have a different outlook on it. Yeah. Totally. I um yeah, I think like people say like a writing tip is if you have like a, a mental block, if you change everything to comic sans, you can write better. <laughs> oh yeah, I have heard that. <laughs> I I tried that for the first time like when I was writing the last article I did about Animal Crossing. Did I it work? hated every second of it. <laughs> <laughs> Put it back immediately. Uh, so, head to that website if you want to check some stuff out. Do check out that article, I think if you're interested in Final Fantasy. Um because I think it's pretty good. Just, you know, on a you know, semi-objective slash that's not possible kind of level. Um, <laughs> you can also support us on patreon.com slash minimapau if you want to uh, throw us a few dollars. But of course, make sure that you are looking after you and yours at the moment because that is uh, very important in the current global climate that we're in right now. Um, let's crack on with what we've been playing. Um, Jeremy, hit me with Picross. Picross rules. Um, is this is this on Switch? Picross on yes, Switch. Yes. So, so uh, the first Picross in a while. Um, not not too long, honestly, because there's four of them on the Switch now. Well, yeah, and um, they're all what? by the same people, and it's all the same format. It's just like yeah, it's just more levels. Yeah, which is excellent because like Picross is such a like like they figured it out. You're not gonna like do anything like majorly different with Picross aside from Picross 3D. Um, yeah, I know. I I love Picross. I the, the first time I played Picross was when I was given a uh, flashcard for my DS by one Ooh. of my friend's dads when I was in primary school. Uh, but it used to be my friend's mum's flashcard <laughs> that she used to just play like a bunch of like like Sudoku and brain training and all that stuff. And Picross was on it, and I was like, "Well, I'll give this a go." And then I was like, "Whoa, this game is very good." Um, can you can you describe? For those who haven't played it before, what Picross is, because I I discovered Picross as under a different name as a phone app, and then Jerry yeah. was like, like I mentioned it to you, and you were like, oh yeah, Picross is great. I'm like, that's Picross. <laughs> yeah, so so Picross is just like a, I suppose it's just like a brand name for nonograms, um, uh, also known as Griddlers, which I've never seen Griddlers. before. Griddlers. <laughs> I hate that. Pop down to grill to get to griddlers. I was thinking more like, you'll never catch me, Batman. You'll never catch the griddler. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, just because it's Riddler with a G. Yeah. Uh, so it's essentially like a crossword meets Sudoku sort of thing, um, where you have, like, you have a you have a grid and uh, you're coloring in the grid. And the way it works is it'll like like this like say it's a it's a five by five. If you have uh, and like and each uh, across and row. yeah each column and row those are the words I was exactly looking for. Thank you. <laughs> um, have got numbers associated with them. So if you've got a five by five grid and it says five, it means that you're going to color in all of that uh, column or row depending on which one it is. If you have if it says one and four, 
sorry, uh, one and three, it means you're going to color in the one and then you're going to have a gap and then you're going to have three. There's always a gap in between. There's always at least a gap in between numbers. You don't know how big the gap is. Um, and then you're sort of just going from there. There's different ways you can figure out like um, how to do the puzzle. There's different tactics you can use depending on how much it's giving you. Um, for example, if you have uh, two numbers and the two numbers that are there add up to add up uh, if the two numbers you have in a grid or column add up to the number of squares in that row minus one it means you can do that entire row easily because you always have to have at least one gap that's so pretty two space hard two. it's very very me. hard you to verbally <laughs> describe nonograms it is but as soon as you look at it it makes a lot of sense and it comes together pretty quickly yeah I used to watch my friend play play Picross like a lot, and um, it just never like my brain just doesn't compute with it. Like I just don't understand. Right. Oh, yeah. You, you got you got to start with the five by five before you jump into the thirty by thirty. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> they were the big ones. Yeah, the um, big ones are ridiculous. I I like Picross two D a lot. My favorite was definitely Picross three D. Um, that one was. You're but you've basically just got like a cube and you can like draw around like you can you can uh, spin the cube around us and everything and you have a three-dimensional picross challenge that you have to go through and you're basically like you're, you're kind of like chiseling away a cube to make a shape and usually like the the image at the end is that you're left with when you color in all the all the pixels um is usually like a picture and then they'll color it in for you um, or you can even do like colored Picross challenges, which is you have to swap between the colors and then you're you're actually creating pixel art. Um, but the 3D Picross was something else. You're making like 3D voxel, like it's like sculpting drawings. Yeah, it's a lot like sculpting. It was very. It was like it's like 3D chess. It was very like whoa. Like how do I? Okay, and then I can. Okay, and then I do this one. Then uh, then that leads me to this. It's what very snowball one? effect. That was on the uh, DS. Oh, it might have been on 3DS as well. I'm not, I don't quite remember. Um, but yeah, I had, a, I had a lot of fun with um, uh, Picross 3D. Uh, that being said, a lot of the ones on the phone I don't like just because it, something something about the feel of it, I just don't... I've, I've had good Picross. I can't go back to bad Picross. Um, <laughs> I wasn't aware there was four Picross games on the Switch. Um, and it's very very good it's very meditative like i like sudoku and i like crosswords as well um because i'm 80 uh but uh <laughs> picross well i will i will always probably enjoy picross the most yeah i i've only discovered picross within the last like six months i'd say on, on phone um yeah and you know i sort of didn't know any better but i i kind of stopped doing it because the app i liked had really aggressive ads and like if oh, i was God out on the train or the bus I was listening to my podcast I had, my da- had to have my data on which meant I had the ads which meant that it interrupted my podcast the whole time mm-hmm. so I had to like restart it every like time I finished the, the puzzle and it's also really easy to mistap and then get it wrong and then you lose a life and then you have to restart the whole thing when you restart it gives you another ad so like yeah I'm excited to have I, I, I bought it after playing the demo and I played the demo for like an hour and I was like oh I'm done I want to play more oh I'm yeah buying Picross. <laughs> um, and I'm glad I can have something on the on the on the bus. 
on the trains, on the planes that that won't be so aggressively shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 good fun. Um, I thought it was broken. Like I thought it had wrong answers in the demo. Um, but I just wasn't used to the assist modes that it gave you in the Switch mode. Um, because it can give you one where it can be like, like you've got the numbers along the, the columns and the rows, and then it's got an assist mode where it like colors the numbers blue when it's like, hey, there's something you should be able to figure out here. So you can yeah. know to look in that zone, but that doesn't tell you when you mess up the, the grid, when you actually put in the wrong answer. Um, and so I was like hang on, that's an 8, but there's no room for an 8 or a 9, and it's giving me a wrong answer for this and a wrong answer for that, and so I just, I turned off the assists, because it was just confusing me. Um, yeah. It's, it's not broken. I thought it was, it's not. Yeah, I was I was surprised when, when you put in this code, like, hey, Picross is broken, and in my mind I'm like, I think Kerry's just making a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kerry's just broken. <laughs> like, like, they've made four of these, I doubt they're going to make mistakes in the fourth one. <laughs> I was like, wow, they must have really churned this one out, and just for a few quick bucks too, I was really disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, oh, what, what, do we, what do we jump to now? Um... Have you played any of you? Have you played any more Final Fantasy? Uh, not since I beat it. Uh, like another hour. Right. Did you I'm get? Really did not, you get up? Really not motivated to play it. I don't know why. What's wrong with me? That's so hard. I'm, I'm about to do. I'm about to do the motorbike scene. Oh yeah, maybe that's what's demotivating you. <laughs> yeah, the um, motorbike scene is very. Just, just go right through it. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably the weakest part of that game, honestly. Yeah, it's just a little mini game yeah it reminds me of the fucking bear running bits in the Korra game in the what avatar legend of Korra there was a Korra game mm, it was made I by feel like the, I feel ninja like theory better... really I think hang on no sorry uh team ninja or was it platinum <laughs> was it um <laughs> sucker punch or <laughs> uh no it was platinum that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it was one of them, one of those licensed games that they did. Um, yeah, it's I I've been playing through it on hard. I think I've I've accrued another fifteen hours or so. Um, so I'm back to wall market. Um, in the hard version, and it's and it's interesting doing hard because once once you beat the game, it unlocks hard. It also unlocks chapter select. Um. And there's also, like, different ways to unlock things, like, um, there's different dresses that you have to unlock for one of the trophies and stuff like that, and the way you do that is by completing only some of the, um, some of the side quests, um, in, in certain areas by the time you get to a certain, um, plot point. Um, but I did all of those because I'm me and I can't help myself the first Mm -hmm. time. And second time around, all of those side quests give you those um, level manuscripts that give you like ten level points. And when you're in when you're in hard mode, once you get to level fifty, that's max level. So the only way to upgrade your weapons is to get those manuscripts. Um, and so I'm just doing all of the side quests again, and I'm not at all like. That sounds really fun. I, it's, it's not bad, it's fine, but the thing is, is like, I was going to go through and I was like, oh, I'll try and unlock those dresses so I don't have to do this too many times, but it's like, there's no reason for me to try and do that 
when I have to get all the manuscripts if I want to level up my characters, which I do, because hard is actually hard, <laughs> turns mm-hmm. out. Um, like, you don't restore um, MP at all. You don't get any more mana um, per chapter. Chapter Like, each chapter is, like, fresh, and then no, no MP. And you also can't use items. So if someone goes down... You can't use items. Can't use items. So if someone goes down, you have to get um, someone... You have to make sure you've got someone who has rays... Um, instead of Phoenix Downs. If they go down, you're basically buggered. Um, Raise is such a fucking useful thing. It's great, it's right? so great. But also, like, once you get Aerith, you're like, oh my god, Aerith, you're, you're a godsend because you have an ability, and I suppose I could have put that ability on anyone now that I've thought about it for more than a second, but you have the ability for Prey, which is that one that allows you to heal the party as just an ability point without using MP, so you don't have to use Cure to pull from your, your mana pool and stuff like that so um you know it's really interesting um and i'm you know happy happy for the challenge i think it's gonna get the the fights that were challenging on normal are gonna be really challenging like i will regularly die two three or four times to a boss um like i died to the sentinel boss at the in the first marco reactor um <laughs> on hard like it's hard <laughs> yeah that doesn't sound like fun yeah, I'm happy to play the game. Like, I just want to keep playing it, so yeah, I'm I'm down for it. But yeah, it's not going to be everyone's cup of tea. I might um, give that a go. Like, I think I only really died to like I think two bosses. I, I yeah. one of them was the um uh, that like creature owned by that gangster, the one in the sewers. Oh, Abzu. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that one that one kicked my ass a few times and then the final fight kicked my ass quite a lot. Yeah, I'm not looking I was on I was on the edge a lot of the fights. Like I remember like like Hell House like was Yeah, really yeah, me close too, to but times. you could kind of you could kind of always like run away, take a breather, heal up. You could like I said in my review, like you can sort of limp your way through some fights by just yeah. throwing items at your characters. Sorry. I was just saying like you can't do that in hard mode, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, I would, like, a lot of the time I would, like, just run away from the battle and just wait for my ATB to, like, catch up with me. Exactly, And yeah. then just heal and then go back into battle, which, like, was a little bit cheap, but also, like, I was happy to do that occasionally. It works, it um, works. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's that's been fun to do. Um, I'm, I'm playing through it much slower, you know? It's not like I'm coming home every night playing four hours. and um, If I've got a day off of playing ten. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, I've been playing Animal Crossing. I don't have much to say about that. Just that I sold my turnips for five hundred each, and I'm very happy about it today. Um, I just wanted to share that because I'm, I'm I'm just like, Ooh-hoo. oh, they've also done a big update for it, I guess. So they've added um, they've added artworks. Shrubs, baby. Yep, Leaf is here. He's selling shrubs and hedges. No, he's not selling hedges, but you can get hedges for nature. I love- I love I love the whole the red spot thing. I think it's so sweet. Oh, well, not sweet it. because it's very shady, but like red I, is I think so shifty. They've done such a good um a good job with it. Sorry. I like I like going onto that boat. Yeah, I kind of like it too, especially because it's not just art. Like there's a, there's a few like um furniture pieces as well, so it's not like mm-hmm. oh art. Oh, I don't like any of it. Or I don't know if it's fake or not, but it's like oh, also a chair. Great. Um so I've, I've been, so there's, <laughs> there's this statue I bought from Red. Is it David? Please say David. No, no it's not, it's not David. It's a, 
It's like, it doesn't it have looks, the penis in Animal Crossing yet. <laughs> it looks like a like a Roman. If, I, I believe is I believe is Polynesian. Um, it's this gold statue on a base, and on the base it has this word, right? And I was and I was looking at all the paintings there. I was like, oh, this one's a fake. This one's a fake. This one's a fake. And I looked at the statue, and I was like, I didn't have to look this one up. I was like, oh, I know this one's fake. Do you know how I know it was a fake June? Yeah. Jeremy knows this story. I knew it was fake because at the bottom of the words it said Kamehameha. <laughs> that's and very I, good. <laughs> and I was like, that's awesome. That's a Dragon Ball Z reference. And people are going to look at that and it's like, it's kind of small. And if you don't look at it closely, it's like you're not going to figure out that it's fake and you're going to give it to Blathers and Blathers are going to be like, it's fake. Anyway, turns out it's not fake. <laughs> Really? Kamehameha yeah. the first is the first king of Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. And so I've had That's where they got statue. the name for the Dragon Ball thing. That's where I've... it comes from. Why? Why though? Why are a lot of things in Dragon Ball? Oh, it's just like... And so I've been <laughs> so happy because I thought I caught Red out as like, hey, I saw this was a fake. I didn't have to look it up because it's like this Dragon Ball Z reference. That's really funny. And so I've had this statue sitting by my town hall by the river, just like pointing. And every time I walk past it, it makes me smile. I'm like, ha, that's a funny joke. And now, now it's not a joke. <laughs> you would know this if you had played Civilization 5 or 6. One of the two has, has, has um, King Kamehameha, uh, Kamehameha as, a, um, as a leader that you can be. Should have known better. Yeah. yeah. Jeez, Paid attention in history class. Hmm. I did pay attention in history class. Excuse me. <laughs> How dare you cast aspersion to my, my, I don't know what. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna leave that there. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited and disappointed about that. I have to take my statue from the river and give it to Blathers now because it's real. Yep. <laughs> and I like posted it on Twitter. Oh, oh no! So, How oh, embarrassing! That's the worst part of it all. <laughs> yeah. Jeremy, tell me about Astroneer. I'm, I'm sad now. I've, I've remade myself sad. Oh, now you're going to make me sad. I'm talking about Astroneer. Um, <laughs> Talk about the okay. good times. Uh, yeah. Um, There's been plenty. So, there have been. Astroneer is very much like a, like a bad breakup of a game. Um, it's like where... you with PUBG. It's like you and Ollie had the best time with PUBG for like a couple of hours. And then no, we got For like fucked. a couple of hundred hours. And, and then, then something bad happened fucked. and you just swear off the whole game. It wasn't something bad. It was multiple things that made me very, very sour. Um, yeah. So Astronia is a survival um, crafting game where you are a cute little astronaut mm -hmm. uh, who lives in a, a, a universe and you get to build shit. And uh, The planet's sorry, colorful. Um, yeah, the planet's really colorful. Like You can like dig anywhere on the planet um, with like your, your like digging gun. Um, you get to like build like a base so you can make like a, you need like collect resources to make a base. You got to like manage, uh, oxygen, which like the biggest thing in this game is you got to manage oxygen and electricity. Um, so you can build tethers away from your base so that you're always like some, so you can be in a proximity around a tether and not lose oxygen. Um, cause if you leave, then you'll start to suffocate, uh, eventually. Um, and you need electricity as well to like keep your gun going. Otherwise you can't dig or build. Um, or craft things on your backpack and there's like item management and there's 
many many different materials and there's dangerous uh, fauna uh, sorry, flora rather um, there's mm. no there's no animals in the game there's um, vehicles there's no, yeah there's vehicles there's like a there's like a there's a really huge rover which is great because you can you can put a a digger on it and you can just dig through the earth like a like a burrowing maniac and then you can put a <laughs> paver on it as well so you can create platforms and if you put both of them on the front at the same time you are unstoppable you can just dig straight fucking down into the earth and you if can you turn cave. you can turn a forest into a car park it's wonderful um or you can load it with storage so you can load up your expect your expedition with resources and not yep. s- strip mine so, the planet <laughs> Yeah, so like a lot of it, like it's really fun. It's it's online um, co-op as well, up to four players. Um, so me and two of my friends were playing, and it was a really good time. Carrie jumped in every now and again as well. Um, you go to different planets, and different planets have different resources which you need to build different things. It's a lot of fun. Ollie left me on a moon. Ollie did leave you on a moon. I got I got trapped <laughs> on different planets multiple times. Um, sometimes because I I didn't bring enough. Um, uh, uh, what's it called? Thrusters, uh, space rocket juice to get home. Um, yeah, and someone had to uh, save you. Yep, someone had to save me quite a few times. Um, all this is really good fun. I had a lot of a lot of fun with this game. However, when this game fucks up, it 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 hurts. It really really hurts. So there's multiple ways the game can fuck up. The game could just straight up crash. And then oh yeah, it did that to me and broke my audio settings. <laughs> yeah, like the game, the game does a hard crash, and you're just like, oh well, I guess I got to load up the game. And then getting into an online game is very tricky sometimes. Sometimes when you click join game, it'll load for about a minute, and then it'll say could not find game, and you got to restart the game to, to for it to actually work. Sometimes like four or five times. Sometimes you got to restart your computer to get into a game. Um, that's really bad. It's really bad for a game that's like 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 finished like it's a game in like 1.0 yeah. at least um the other big thing is uh sometimes you go, you go to space and the the controls in the tutorial are not great um the, oh, tutorial, the tutorial is not great yeah the tutorial is apparent it's like it's really slow it's really boring and doesn't tell you why you would ever want to do anything that you're doing that you're you will really do later selling. when you're playing the game you're really not selling it yeah like the tutorial is like a very bad introduction to the game for, for like quite a really enjoyable fun game it's really sweet it sounds really nice a lot of the so vehicles and objects everything looks great can i say the real measure of how much you, you like you guys were enjoying this game was every night or like even every morning like you guys would be up until like one or two yep. and it, you know this isn't like our PUBG days when we were playing PUBG until forever like you guys were just building shit you know like you were just building storage yeah. platforms and mining for quartz. Well, that was me. No one else mined for quartz. Um, and like, it was, it was this sort of thing where you'd, you'd, you'd have played for seven hours the previous night and it gets to yep. four o'clock and you're like, hey, can you guys start the server? I want to I wanna jump in and keep building in our world. And they'd be like, oh, sure, we'll hop on. And then you were there from four till one o'clock the next night. Like for like five days in a row, like you, you went on and on and on and like you were you were all so visibly keen on this game. There there were multiple days where like we were just playing a bunch and someone in the call would be like, "Oh fuck, it's two a.m." <laughs> um, <laughs> just because we had played for five hours without even looking at the time. Um, it was really, it, it it's like it's like 
it's like the numbers were going up without any numbers. Like it was great. Like it was yeah, just like just was, just feeding my wholesome. mind with things. It was wholesome because there weren't like actual numbers. Yeah, and it was like it's really sweet. Like it's it's quite a it's quite a lovely game. Um, and you could do so much dumb shit. I had so much fun in it. However, when you get to space, the controls are very 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 bad. So you don't you don't fly the ship or anything. You just click a planet and and you fly there. However, the way you fly to space, you have a rocket, you hop in the rocket, and you hit C or V to go up into space. That's fine. C or V is launch. When you get into space, you have to hit C or V again, so, cause, so you start to orb- orbit the planet, and you can land somewhere else on the planet, or you can land back where you were. You have to, have to hit C or V again, and then you go to like the solar system map. Sometimes that UI doesn't come up, oh. and, if it, and if it doesn't come up, then one, you don't know how to leave the planet, and two, you can't leave the planet even if you're mashing C or V anyway, because the game's glitched itself and you have to go back land again, which uh, costs fuel. Um, a like the basic the basic thruster is good for one round trip anywhere in the universe, so you can go somewhere, land, go up again, and then go back home. You getting into space consumes a little bit of that fuel, so then you now don't have enough to do one round trip. So you always have to take a second rocket in case the game glitches. <laughs> What is worse is sometimes you have to do you have to go into space three times at least sometimes before you can leave the planet, which is like an entire thruster. As in to to avoid that glitch, you're saying. Yeah, like you got to keep going up yeah. until the UI decides to show up. Okay. The worst that thing that happens. Re- like. The I think worst... I would just turn it off to be honest. Oh, you, so okay, so this is what killed me on the game. I had taken a very big rocket with a bunch of stuff and then i went to a planet and realized i'd forgotten something and so i hopped back in the rocket like by by, at this stage fuel wasn't really like a like like a major thing for me to lose i had made the very good thruster which is now reusable fuel so so fuel i could just make fuel and just keep reusing my same thruster which was fine i went to a planet dropped off a shitload of stuff and then realized i've got something so i went back to like the home earth planet crashed while in the middle of space the rocket is gone now gone <laughs> you cannot go find that rocket the rocket has is lost in in the the it's space open junk. yeah it is now space junk and i have to make a new rocket thankfully i didn't have anything on the ship because i was just making a quick trip back to grab something and go back but i then lost that rocket so i went well fuck now i've got to make another rocket because <laughs> when the game crashes you can't launch you can't resume back in space you have to send a probe and just go back onto your home like initial starting location except that happened twice Uh one after another and I went "Mm, I'm really really not happy so I had to make a third rocket and then I did a bunch of stuff and then I came back Uh, I did everything I wanted to do and then I started to get pretty upset by the game because by the way then when you crash then you got to go through the whole process of trying to join the lobby again which sometimes can take like four resets of the game and then the next day, I w- spent most of my time on a single planet doing like a bunch of like, there's a bunch of like teleporters, like this like monolithic stuff you can do, part of like the story of the game. Which is really cool. It was, it was really fun. I had a lot of fun with it. Um, I spent an entire like PlayStation just doing that on one planet. And then uh, my friend Ollie crashed while in space, lost a lot of stuff on his spaceship. And then five seconds later, I crashed while in space and lost everything that was on my spaceship. And oh. we, we, we just said to each other, like, yeah, like, we're done. Like, it's like, you fucked us. Fuck this. And then stop playing. Um, 
I don't know if we're going to go back to that game again, um, which is heartbreaking considering how much so fun we had. It was fell so far from grace. It, it, it <laughs> like it like flew too close to the sun. Like it was, what, it like, was so fucking just ah. Uh, I've never seen you guys latch onto a game so hard, so quickly. Yeah. So sustainedly, and then just in an instant, yeah. gone. You were done. Like you yeah. were just off. It it was one of those things where, like this this is why I say this game is like a bad breakup. Like it was like a really really good like relationship, and then boom, fuck everything. Never talking to this game again. <laughs> block this game on all my social media like <laughs> like it was just very it was just like immediately like a straight cut which is a shame because I had planned an article <laughs> about this <laughs> game I had gone through all its prep plan I made a Trello I did everything for this article <laughs> and then I was about to start writing and then I played one more time because I wanted to like finish one more like major section of the game I hadn't done and then it just kicked me in the pants Damn. That's a fascinating oh. tale. Like, the game's released. This is like a real, like, it's like a, such a major bug. And like, and it's not just us. Like, I went on the, like, the subreddit yeah. and everyone's like, yeah, like, this is just a common thing that happens. Another friend of ours was playing a solo game sort of like alongside this server that you guys are running. Um, hmm. And they lost their, their save for about five hours. Yeah. Um, we're, we're playing this through Game Pass um, and so it's through the Windows Store and it turns out that people who had installed the latest Windows software from the Windows Insider program it basically like deleted the Astroneer save and you had to you had to uninstall that version of Windows you had to roll back to the previous launch to be able to re-access that save file yeah because um, Xbox has like cloud save sync um, we lost our save for about a day as well oh um, yeah but but that wasn't. I don't think that was more Ashwinia's fault. I think that was more like Xbox Game Pass tried to do like a save sync, um, and then failed, and then had no save on the computer because it had uploaded to the cloud. Launched the game, found no save, and then spent a few hours like forcing a like a cloud save sync, um, and yeah. then pulled our save game from the server. Fuck the Windows Store. Oh my god. Oh man, a... that Xbox <laughs> app is just garbageo. You're speaking what things that you know burn you. That thing led to me wiping my own C drive, but let, let's not get into that. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry it had to come to an end so, so quickly. So am I, because the game, it's so my shit. It's like Space Minecraft, which is just like, I love that. And it just ain't there yet. Yeah. It's Those critical finished. errors, like... That like that really really sucks, uh, especially in a game where it's really tied to your progress for what you've unlocked and like you know if you're playing Minecraft and you you like go walking and you've got your diamond armor and stuff like that and you die and you can't find it again like you are starting from scratch fault. like and like this game is like sometimes you're doing like preparations to go to a different planet for like an hour yeah because you got to get all the resources to make everything you wanted to make sometimes yeah. more than an hour. Or like, and, or you're spending five hours on a planet doing like mining and getting all of this awesome shit. Take it back to your planet, and then you lose it all. Yeah, 
And like when you when you die in a tunnel, like if you lose oxygen or electricity in a tunnel and like someone has to come rescue you or you have to like gear up to go and retrieve it, like that's that kind of fun survival game mechanic that's like, oh shit, I'm really worried. I had a lot of good shit, but it's retrievable, right? That's yeah. sort of non-negotiable. That's part of the game. Lost to space um, era is just that sucks like if i crashed and then i had to go into space and then go to my other rocket from us from my new spaceship okay i can see that as a workaround but like it's just gone and the worst thing is it stays on the map oh you can see your rocket ship at all times you can just see you can see it from the planet you can just see that rocket ship just in the fucking sky cannot access it you cannot dig up to it or anything it's it's just it's gone do you so think sad. if they patch out these awful bugs that you'll bugs. play it again? Uh, or are, not, you, are you not, so jaded that you... <laughs> like, I, I, I might come back to it provided those bugs are fixed and then, like, the next major, like, content update. Um, for now, I am sufficiently burned. Hmm. Well, you That's guys sad. also got pretty close to the end of the game in those, like, five or six or seven days, like, of the loop, the resource loop. Yeah, like, like we had, like, researched everything and done, like, all of, like, the major advancements, but, like, the best thing about that game is, like, doing your own dumb shit. Um, yeah. Because like it's so... Like that Like, yeah, like, the paver. Like, it lends itself to um, you thinking, oh, I wonder if I can do this, and then doing it and going, whoa, this is fun and stupid. Um, the horns in this game are so loud and obnoxious and hilarious. Like, you get, like, a giant foghorn that you can just chuck <laughs> on the back of your car. And so you're just driving around, and every now and again, you just hit the horn button, and it just goes... <laughs> and you forget about it about two minutes later, and then somebody just hits the horn button again, and it's just it's very, very funny. <laughs> Kerry, we played Human Fall Flat. Yeah, we did, we did play Human Fall Flat. Um... Like, speaking of uh, Game Pass games, Human Fall Flat is like Gang Beasts, but without but it's not combat. It's like a puzzle adventure game. Yeah. Ha- have you seen it or played it, June? No. I think I've seen it. I haven't played it. It's so fucking silly. It's mm. so silly. You start by, like, customizing your character, and you can have <laughs> your webcam hooked into the customizer. <laughs> but it's just my like... my favorite thing about the just, game. It's just like a dummy, like like a like a clay character you know what i mean like that's that like sort of made out of putty like simple arms legs head and so it just puts your webcam feed onto like <laughs> onto this character and so you could just take a picture of your face but it's like your eyeballs could be like on their shoulders and then like you know like if you get too close like it'll stretch out like, just across this character it just looks bad yeah <laughs> and it totally well, plays into that i was a turkey because i didn't have a webcam uh, there's a turkey with a cap that said kick me <laughs> I took a photo of my frog guys, detective what, plush what what made you guys start playing this out of like everything well we were I just uh, we were just scrolling through because it's it's an older game right it's not yeah recent. Oh, two, two or three years now yeah hmm. but we were just scrolling through game pass because um like because of Astroneer a few people like jumped on it who didn't had it before so we, we were just scrolling through everything that was there I mentioned it to Ollie. He was like, "We are playing this right now. This game's great." So I think he played it locally with friends before. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was so fun. Like, they do a lot of good stuff. Like, it's the kind of thing where you have to figure out the the wonky controls to like be able to like lift yourself up. 
and a lot of the time you try to jump and catch something and then you miss and someone has to try and like pull you back up from the ledge and then you fall and you're both dangling from a cliff but you're just both these dumb like clay people and he's just like help <laughs> i don't know it's it's a sort of a chaotic sort of a vibe that's really hard to pin down but i think the one of the best moments that i had in the game there were these there was this like swing section so there were these lamps you had to jump to swing grab onto the lamp and then the lamp would like swing back and forth and you you had to jump to the next section you know like three in a row and i got to like the end of the segment and jeremy was right behind me and i think i was the only one who found this funny and i like, walked to the edge of the thing where jeremy was going to come and he like latched latched onto me he was like carry help pull me up and i just stood there for a second i said long live the king and then we both <laughs> fell into the water <laughs> That's not how it went in Lion King, you know. Scar didn't join the the stampede, but I just I didn't need to do that, but I did, and I no one else was laughing, but I gave my I like I nearly gave myself a stitch. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just so silly, and then like you, there's times you gotta like pull like a hook, like a crank, and like attach it to a wire and like zip line across the map, and I don't know, it's dumb it's fun. It's it's very silly. It's it's very much like like the levels are laid out as like a it's, it's sort of like an obstacle course. You just got to get from one side to the other. But there's like a there's a few different paths you can take a lot of the time, um, which just sometimes lead off into dead ends or like maybe like a little Easter egg. Um, but a lot of the time, it just leads off into other dumb things you can just sort of like fuck around with. Um, the first level was very like put the boxes on the buttons and stuff, but the second level was very much like hold on to the edge of a wind a windmill and latch yourself <laughs> up to the top and then let go and then have like a hook that hooks onto a rope and then slide down a um, a flying fox and and there was uh, a catapult yeah there's a catapult and it's very it's very charming it's very fun like we had to play mm. it for a few hours I, I'd love to get back to it I could that's the kind of thing where I could. Like, that, that's the kind of thing I would just happily enrich my day, you know? It's like, yeah, yeah, let's play it. And it's just it's just unabashed fun. Like, yeah, I don't know. It was great. Game Pass has been really good this last week. <laughs> Game Pass um, is always really good. Red Dead yeah. 2 is on Game Pass on Xbox now. I think it's coming in May, but it's coming soon. Right, okay. That's, um, that's amazing. GTA 5 is yeah. already on there. Like, that's like, that is so much game. Something to note though, Red Dead's coming on, GTA's coming off. So Really? Yeah. Right. Interesting. Um But like with Game Pass, like when I installed Human Fall Flat, I also installed a bunch of other stuff. So Just Cause 4 is on there. Um oh wait, no, that's on Epic. But it feels like it's part of Game Pass because I got it for free. But um <laughs> <laughs> But other stuff, I downloaded Thumper, which I haven't played yet. I downloaded Ooh. um uh West of Loathing. Yeah, uh, like a bunch of stuff. Pandemic, the board game, the video game. Let me know. Let me know what you think of West of Loathing. Yes, I don't know anyone else that's played it. All oh, right, so. okay. I'll 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 make sure to give it a good go then. Um, yes. I remember you talking about it and enjoying it. Yeah, um, it was fun. Also, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid is on Game Pass. <laughs> Here we go. All right, that's over and done with. So it's a fighting game ported to Xbox and PC from mobile. Great. Stop there. I've had enough. <laughs> no, it's actually honestly not bad. Like in a sort of a mobile games, graphics are good these days, kind of a way. Um, but I don't know it's it's weird playing it. It's cool playing a fighting game. It's 
cool playing an uh a power rangers game where it's like oh cool it's the red ranger and like high def neat and it's a fighting game it's like marvel vs capcom where you swap characters in and out i played it for a good hour and a half i enjoyed it i don't know how deep it is or whatever i didn't play online but it was like this is good you know power rangers there's one with a sniper rifle that seems a bit violent for a kid's show but whatever um i'm gonna stop rifles and everything now pokemon what? <laughs> <laughs> pokemon power rangers when will it end yeah, yeah. um i also got we? <laughs> oh no <laughs> i also got just cause 4 speaking of sniper rifles um <laughs> <laughs> So I'm laughing at that idea of the episode of Bluey where Bluey gets a crabber. <laughs> gets a fucking cock. They're all animals that I don't want to I don't want to go down that path. So Just Cause 4, right? Yep. Just Cause one of my favorite series. Mm-hmm. I love, love, love two. Three, I love more than I realize. Um and the thing that has made me realise how much I enjoy three is playing four. <laughs> oh no. So four is like it was kind of cranked out faster than any of the others and like it came three, very fast like shockingly fast like two years after three or something like that yeah and like it came out and i'm a just cause fan and i saw this coming out and i was like oh the world's yeah. not ready for another one of these yet what, what's happening Weather, <laughs> i'm not ready like, for is this that yet um and so i've been i've probably played it for about five hours maybe six and it does have some market improvements so the grapple in just cause is one of the main things and it's way more player customizable now so you can add jet booster mods and like air balloon mods and like tension mods to like yank them together and you can have like loadouts you can swap between at any point so you can have one that um makes balloons pulls things together when you hold f but when you tap f it expands the balloons and they shoot up into the sky so you can tie tie balloons to enemies, send them off into the sky, but then when you need to like pull something together, like yank a helicopter to a bridge that's chasing you, you can tether it, hold F, and it'll get yanked into the bridge and explode. Like, that's cool. And then the bridge explodes. That's all neat. But um, that's kind of where the goodness ends, mostly. Like, the, some of the weapons are pretty different, and they've got good fire modes, but the whole point of Just Cause is to go to bases and blow up all of the red stuff in the base. <laughs> Whether that's by pulling the towers down with tethers, or throwing a helicopter into the giant gas balls that are sitting there, or, like, the gas tanks that are si- si- sitting there, like, shooting their struts off, and then they start, like, like exploding and, like, expelling their gases, and they like, shoot off into the sky, and then you tie that to a helicopter, and it gets pulled off in the... Like, it, there's so much creativity you can do with it, right? Except there's no point to you blowing stuff up in this game anymore in the way that there was in the past in the previous games it would be hey you're at base you know whatever they'd call it you're at, you're at this water you're, the, you're at this base yep and you go on the map and it's like oh, okay it's got six gas tanks uh eight power generators one big one of those gas spheres uh a couple of radio towers this that the other blah 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 destroy them however you like and once you do that base is like liberated because you know you're you're always deposing despots and stuff like that um in this game like the big bases have like missions like focused around them um so each base has a cool mission which is kind of neat but they're all a bit like you know take the hacker to the point defend the hacker drive the hacker to the next point um and then once you've liberated the base with that mission 
it just unlocks like some stunts like fly through these three wingsuit rings in a row in the time limit and they're all very easy there's no like wingsuit gauntlets like in three where you have to like for like two and a half minutes you have to make sure you don't crash or fall like real like challenges it's just like here's three rings it's like ah cool oh jeez right and that's the only tick box the only tick boxes for each like area are those stunts so like you can do some vehicle stunts and some wingsuit stunts and then the the the, the area is done great also the menu button's on one so i try to swap my weapons and i open the menu <laughs> what it's it's bad and why doesn't use mouse i don't know it the ui is a disaster in this game <laughs> and so this, uh, like this reminds me of the saints row franchise Oh yeah, yeah. We're just kind of bled it dry a little bit. It's the kind of thing where it's like they've given you the the best tools to be as creative as possible, and as little reason to be as creative as possible. Mm. Like I love that game for the tick boxes. I've finished this this town. I'm going to go to the next town, find the resources, blow up the trucks, blow up the generator. Next town, like just on and on and on. Like there's 300 or something towns in Just Cause 2, and I did every single one of them. Because there was just tick boxes to go and do. And there's nothing to do in this game. <laughs> Jesus. Like, I'm three or four hours in and I'm like, what do I do? I guess I just drive around until it gives me one of those, like, impromptu missions. I don't know. I'm bummed because it's given me, like, one of those best... One of the best, like, reasons to mess about with the grappling hook. Like, it's so versatile and you can do so much with it. But it all at once... All it actually makes me want to do is see if there's a mod... That includes the Just Cause 4 grapple abilities in Just in Cause 3. 3. Yeah. And then I can go back and revisit Just Cause 3. Like, that's what that's all I really want to do now after playing Just Cause 4, which is sad. Because, like, I am... I, I'm the guy who should like this. <laughs> yeah, like, you put a lot of time into 3 when most people I know did not put a I lot... Can, like, I 100%ed 3. Yeah, like... I, I like to... You are the only person I know that likes Just Cause. <laughs> That's fair like, enough, like, I get it. Like, I liked 2. 2 was like a really great PS3 game where you've got a parachute and a grapple hook and you just like fuck around do dumb shit. Yeah. Um, there's an entire section of that game dedicated to a lost Easter egg. Like, it's very silly. Um, yeah. And then Just Cause 3 came out and I went, yeah, like I, I guess. Like, this looks kind of fun. And then I played it and I was like, yeah, I, I don't... Like I miss the magic of two. I think. Um, yeah. Two was I quite about three as well, but two was quite novel. I think quite. Um, there wasn't a lot of games quite like two. Uh, like there were games which did like the destruction, but that was like the beginning of like, hey, we've got physics on everything, sort of like generation. I'll of, never like, forget. You, you can see that mountain. You can blow it up like <laughs> that level. There's this one mission in Just Cause Two where you're standing on top of a moving car sort of a staple for the series right yep, yep and you're driving along a bridge and there's a butt ton of suvs like military suvs coming at you and this is only really doable in this scenario because there's not that many options for you to get on a car and like ride it while the cops chase you and so i'm riding this car and the cops are chasing you and you don't have any of the grapple abilities all you can really do in that game is tether one thing to another and they don't like yank to each other or anything but when a car is chasing you and you're on a bridge, you can grapple the car and then grapple the ground right next to it and it yanks that motherfucker and it like spins it and yanks it off the side of the bridge and it just spins off into the distance and it's like, oh, I did that. 
I did that. <laughs> and like, you, you know, if helicopters follow you, it's the same thing. And it's a shame there aren't more opportunities to do that in Just Cause 2 because the grapple abilities are Pretty somewhat limited. limited. But it was fun enough. It was good enough. Mm. Yeah. Excited for 5 next year? That, that game better be on ice for years. I don't want to see that series until <laughs> they revolutionize it and make it like the next best, greatest thing. And then, I'll, and then I'm down. That, or just give me an expansion to two. One or the other. <laughs> an expansion to a 10-year-old game. <laughs> In 2021. Go, go backwards or go forwards. I don't like where we are right expansion now. Expansion <laughs> to a PS3 game. Like, <laughs> Hey, I, I've got, I'm honestly going to reinstall it. Like, I've still got it on Steam, on computer, and I'll be playing it with the same... Uh, I've got so many screenshots of that. Uh, let's, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back Just Cause. Um, let's move on to the break. Um, move on to the question corner. We've been we've been prattling on. We've got some got some games that we played this week. Um, what was the question for the week? I think I think we actually wrote this one down. So yeah. we have to find it. It's right. Yeah, here. I remembered it because I've been, actually been thinking about it. Oh, great! Surprising. Has anyone else one been of thinking us. about it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I did it, um, but I have an answer for it already, and I had an answer when you asked it, so I'm I'm ready. What is your favorite? video game peripheral dun 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 your answers and more oh no not your answers because we didn't our answers and more after the break <laughs> <laughs> um yeah have a think and <coughs> we'll be right back welcome back to the minimap cast we're here thinking about the periphery of the gaming industry, specifically gaming peripherals. June, what is the question for the week? I think you just said it, pal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what else do you want me to say? I know I keep I keep doing that where it's like I don't want to stop using the voice, but like I You should away the... you should want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> hey June, what's the question? Hey, what's your favorite go. video game peripheral? Who's got an answer? I have two, so I'll say one now. Okay, I also um, have two. Uh, I've got I've got a one that I do think is my favorite, and one which is my favorite for very bad reasons. The one my favorite for very good reasons is PlayStation VR. Um, oh, oh, uh, yeah, I didn't even think of that. Because, yeah, yeah that why counts. not? Yeah, it's a peripheral. You need a it's, console to use it. It's kind of hardware on its own, though, right? Like it's as expensive as the console. Yeah, I'll allow it. I am deciding factor and I am allowing it. Yeah, like it's... Question it's for a, the commissioner says. It's an accessory. <laughs> um, it brought VR into homes at a price that was infinitely more accessible than standard VR. Um, it has some great games VR on it. That yep. wasn't like phone VR. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really good headset, very comfortable headset. Mm. Uh, very accessible for people who have glasses, which I, I'm very appreciative of. Mm. Um, and uh, it was quite simple to set up. Like it's just like you have like the breakout box you plug in, and then you got the PSVR that you plug in as well. Um, mm. And it's it's got like a really long cable. It's 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 just a really really well designed virtuality headset for the entry level consumer who wants to do VR. Um, I am a big fan of it, uh, and uh, I always like. Uh, dancing to Space Channel 5 in my living room while my housemates laugh at me. 
that, that's that's my favorite. How have we spoken about Space Channel Five in what feels like every episode this year? This <laughs> game. Have, have you forgotten that I'm on the podcast? <laughs> Just be thankful I haven't brought up Deadly Premonition in a few. Um, oh. I was going to say. <laughs> being said, number two Shouldn't is coming have said out soon. Anything. I know. Okay, so um, I have like an answer that I just can't help but have. Like when you asked this question last time, June, I was like mm. this, but I'm gonna start with my like secondary one, which, uh, like Sam just tried to guess my answer in the break, and Sam guessed like, like the Guitar Hero like drums, and I said no because my drums were broken. Otherwise, I probably would have loved them, <laughs> but like Guitar Hero guitars, like, like. That's pretty great. Like, I don't really ever want to get rid of those. When when Guitar Hero, like, first came out, like, that shit was incredible. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. it was a whole... I played, whole I played Guitar Hero so much that I had blisters on my thumbs. Wow, really? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I had Guitar Hero as, like... Like, and when the 360 came out, my... My dad's partner's daughter's boyfriend brought the 360 over every now and then. And so that was how I played some Halo 3 back in the day or some Guitar Hero. Um, and it's sort of like, you know, like the three of us, like, like you know, my then stepsister and her boyfriend and me, like we kind of went back and forth trying to like see who could play harder modes together and like learn it. And it was like really fun playing it on easy and being like, oh yeah, this is fun and stepping up and then like, oh yeah, I can play this on medium now. It's like, oh, that fourth finger. Oh, oh, at the end they throw in an orange one. Whoa. And then playing hard is like, whoa, there's orange ones all the time. And then like getting to expert, like doing that original, like learning progression on like Guitar Hero 2 is rad. Completely agree. I had a great time with Guitar Hero 3 on the PS2. That was a phenomenal mm -hmm. fucking game. Yeah. That was the, the first songs, one I owned. The songs they chose for it excellent perfect yeah. mm-hmm. which was the one that had tool on it was that world tour yeah yeah, that was world tour. yeah it had yeah. like that's the, the one like, that's the one i played the most like tool songs back to back and it just had that like yeah. that like kaleidoscope stage oh fuck i want to play guitar here and i was like who's who's this tool band i guess everyone loves them because this is weird <laughs> <laughs> there's an interesting thing about guitar here that it was one of the first times it was easily accessible for people who wanted to sample certain songs to actually have the original versions like the original masters of some songs without the vocals in it because they went back to the original masters to put it in the game so oh. it was the first time some of these songs were widely accessible without vocals or sorry without like guitar parts and without certain aspects especially when rock band came along when there was like different instruments that were being played or not being played yeah and um, then when guitar hero came in interesting mm, yeah ah. guitar hero is great thanks that's my, that's my that's my non-answer <laughs> what have you got Jim? mine my cop out answer is um the rumble pack for the day for the game 64. boy oh what the game the, boy so like it wasn't like yeah yeah there was only certain games that had the rumble pack built into the actual gba like the actual cartridge oh, the cartridge itself. and they used to stick out the top and they used to require a battery so you had a battery in the cartridge that you used to stick into the top of the Game Boy. And that thing when already made so many batteries. <laughs> um, I had it for Pokemon Pinball. Um, oh. And it was very good. Wow. That's my I, answer. 
Was that the only one you had it for? Yes, because like the other ones are like, oh, WarioWare. WarioWare had it. Oh, yeah, fuck. I want to play WarioWare well. on the Game Boy. With Rumble. Um, with Rumble. Apparently, Pokemon Silver, Gold, Crystal, Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald also. You could also get Rumble packs for it. Mary Kate Nashley's Pocket Planner. Mary Kate. Yeah. <laughs> We're looking at the same list, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Game Boy camera and the Game Boy Pocket sonar also. <laughs> oh the man! Singer sewing machine operating system. <laughs> what the that like I was I was gonna say one of those ones as like a, a peripheral like 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 the ones I think Polygon did a video about it um a while ago. It's like the the weird accessories you can get for the Game Boy. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like the fucking sonar to use when you're catching yeah, the, real the, life like fish yep. like literal fish <laughs> um and the sewing one apparently as well wow. it's cool man um i think the with game the game boys Boy like it was it was like we popular like so many people yeah. had it that it just became like it it became bogged down in so much shovelware and bullshit <laughs> mm. um someone follow up that answer with a better answer uh, so I have a sort of I have a sort of adjacent one. It's kind of like a similar track, mm. um, and I think I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but it's the Game Boy cartridge attachment for the N sixty four. Right. Go yep. on. So it's you. I you got it with play, uh, Pokemon Stadium on N sixty four, and it went into the inspe- the expansion slot in the back of the controller, and it was a Game Boy card reader in the back of your controller so um i what you could then do is put in your pokemon game and then in pokemon stating there was a section where you could play your game boy game with your n64 Whoa. controller through pokemon stadium through your controller if that makes sense so i played it's kind of like the original switch in a way like you know like put your game boy game in your game boy color and then play that when you're and then when you get home put it in your put it in your in your controller and then play it on the screen and i played I think one of the reasons why I got through a lot of Pokemon Yellow is because I did play it on the big screen a lot. Mm. Um, so I didn't have to worry about backlight or anything like that. I played it on handheld, obviously, a lot as well. But, um, yeah, I play, that, I play that game a lot. And I played with that. That I have a very fond memory of that of that card reader. I don't know. I think you can only use it with Pokemon games. <laughs> 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 Which makes it very specialised. Because um, it's not like you could, like, load up the the Game Boy cartridge app on the N64, right? You could only... So unless Pokemon Stadium let you play other stuff, which I'm pretty sure it didn't, then I'm pretty sure you can only use it for Pokemon games. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's neat. Yeah. So my other answer... uh, Let me preface this by saying the only reason that I'm bringing this up is because I think it's one of the best, worst ideas that ever like got thrown into so many games for like a beef a brief period of t- a beef period of time a brief beef. period of time <laughs> specifically around 2013 to about 2016 oh it's recent what is it every fucking game had a phone companion app oh every fucking shooter game every every like, ubisoft game every ubisoft game a bunch of other games as well they all had like a companion app. like a bunch of playstation games had like knack had one Fallout, <coughs> open up your map, Fall, open Fallout up your had inventory. One. They were all terrible. They were all so, so, so shit and useless so and poorly thought out and such a, like, such an executive decision to make, right? It was like, 
I, I remember the worst one that I can remember was like the uh, division one because it was like oh you can get your friends to play in your game and like they can send a missile over here while you're doing this mission to help you out when you're like in in like stuck and i remember like the reveal trailer was like hey get the get some guy to um like the guy was oh, playing yeah. the game like on stage and he's like calling up his friend be like hey you gotta help me on this mission he's like sure i'll jump on the app right now it was, oh shit no one used it it sucked it didn't work it was terrible and i am so glad that there was like a period of time where every game did this because it was such a waste of fucking time and it was such a failed <laughs> idea yeah i love those ideas so much you know what is good the only good uh phone app it's the N- nintendo one because like I don't know if you've used the Splatoon um, phone app. No. But it has, like, the shop where you can order different clothes on your phone and then get them delivered to the store in the game. Oh, my gosh. Um, you can see what's upcoming, the the maps that are upcoming. You can see... Because um, you know how the maps change every two hours. So you can see, like, what's going to be next and, like, what times are going to be next. You can see what time Salmon Run's going to be open. Um, it's very good. It's very, And you can also see, like, your stats on, like... Um, your win and loss stats and stuff like that. Oh, that's awesome. Splatoon's really good. Speaking of Splatoon, did you all hear that they're bringing back um, Splatfest? Mm. Well, because it's, it's free to play at the moment, isn't it? There's Is a it? trial. The... There's, a, there's right. a free trial starting soon. Um, because they Splatfest ended maybe like six, seven months ago. Hmm. Um, they weren't doing any more Splatfest, but they're doing the mayo versus tom- uh, tomato sauce ketchup again, which was the first Splatfest for Splatoon 2. Right. So just that's that's just like you pick a team and then whoever gets mm. like the most kills. That's cool. That's neat. Yeah. Is it always close or are there like runaway successes? Um, I don't remember. Right. I feel like, I feel like they're always generally pretty close. I feel like they would be like because once you get to they, like they a always choose like, like yeah they always choose like pretty uh good contenders I suppose. Who the right. fuck it's would not pick like... ketchup? Who the fuck would pick ketchup? You're right. Over mustard. Over mayo. mayo. Over mayo. Oh, mayo. Oh, me, definitely. You don't like mayonnaise? Not especially. Mayonnaise is oh. God's gift. You can I have a mayo have... sandwich and it's good. I couldn't have mayo on its own. Drink Tasty. it with a straw. <laughs> like, like if I, like, if I, like, used the knife to, like, spread a piece of toast or something and it was, like, sauce, like, I would lick that off, you know? But if it was, like, like mayo on there, I'd be like, like... Um, you're wrong. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. do you want the question? <laughs> the next question? Ketchup or uh, mayo? Sure. Um, yeah, ketchup or mayo. No, it's if you could show a person that hasn't played games before one game, what would you show them? Oh. If you could show a person Dwarf who Fortress. hasn't played games before. This is interesting because I kind of think about this question a lot with my niece and nephew. <laughs> mm. So I'll, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll think about this. I don't think we've had this one before. No, no. I don't think, I don't so. think so. Yeah. Cool. Dwarf Fortress. I mean, I Tell me the deep end. It's like the that's most like, accessible game. That's not like the deep end. That's like the Bermuda Triangle. That's like no one yeah. actually knows what happens in here. I should also specify that it was... Uh, let's say that it's someone your own age. Same age as you. Okay. So I can't talk about my niece and nephew. As in, like, you'd probably want to choose a game that 
So it means that we we could show them Uncharted or something like that, as opposed to starting with Super Mario Brothers 1. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm not talking like, you know, if you have a kid, what's the first game that you're ever going to show your kid? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, you know. You know? You get it. I get it. We get it. We're all in this together. Everyone. To the news. To the news! Carrie says he's trying um, to pull up the dock. <laughs> no, I've got the dock. I, I just I just found that somewhat entertaining. So, um, weird news week this week. Um, there's been a bunch of stuff happened. Like, we haven't picked all of it, but the stuff that has happened, we are going to talk about. Um, of course we're going to talk. That I, I, I'm just going to start. I don't even know what <laughs> I'm I, saying. I, pre- I appreciate that preface before we get into the thing that we Ah, oh, you're, you're so welcome. <laughs> so, from the PlayStation blog. April 27th, this is a couple of days ago as of recording, uh, release date updates for The Last of Us Part 2 and Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, this is from Herman Holst, head of, Hel- head of Worldwide... Head of Worldwide Studios. <laughs> Herman Holst's Worldwide <laughs> Studios. Herman Holst, head of Worldwide Studios. Uh, both Naughty Dogs and Sucker Punch Productions' PS4 titles will launch this summer. As our teams at Sony Interactive Entertainment and Worldwide Studios approach development milestones and confront a world changed by COVID-19, we find ourselves having to adapt to today's ever-changing environment. Amidst some disruptions to our working styles, we wanted to provide an update to PlayStation gamers who are eager to learn when our next exclusive titles will arrive to PS4. PlayStation 4. As we begin to see... I wasn't wasn't aware (laughs) of what what console you were talking about. I abbreviated it, but it wasn't an accurate quote if I said PS4, and so I was like, oh, okay, I said it wrong. Continuing. Thank you, Herman. As as we begin to see an ease in the global distribution environment, I am pleased to confirm that The Last of Us Part 2 will arrive on June 19, and Ghost of Tsushima will follow on July 17. I want to personally congratulate and thank both the teams at Naughty Dog and Sucker Punch Productions on their achievements, as we know it's not an easy feat to reach the finish line under these circumstances. Both teams have worked hard to deliver world-class experiences, and we can't wait to see what you think of them when they release in just a few short months. And finally, I want to thank the PlayStation community for their continuous support and patience. What do you all think? Eh. (laughs) Eh? It's, It's the last of us, I don't care. Oh yeah, I forgot that shit. <laughs> I, I was waiting for that Ghost of the Chamber pushback. Yeah, um, totally right. And I think the Last of Us release date has been announced now because I think that they want to get it out as fast as possible post leak world. Post leak world, yeah. Uh, that's that's the second part of this story is that news, but uh, story spoilers have like significant story spoilers have leaked for the Last of Us Part Two. Um, just reading a quick article from Joe Scrabbles at IGN. Um, a set of what seems to be major spoilers for The Last of Us Part 2 has leaked. Watch what you're searching for, people. The spoilers have apparently emerged from leaked videos of major moments from the upcoming game, which have now been turned into lists of details. It's not totally clear at this point if the details are correct, but we, of course, won't be printing them here. Um, you know, we don't need to go on much about that. Uh, they do follow up with an update. Naughty Dog has released a message from its official social media account addressing The Last of Us Part 2 leaks, as well as the new June 19 release date. In a short tweet, Naughty Dog writes, We know the last few days have been incredibly difficult for you. We feel the same. It's disappointing to see the release and sharing our pre-release footage from development. 
Do your best to avoid spoilers and we ask that you don't spoil it for others. The Last of Us Part 2 will be in your hands soon. No matter what you see in here, the final experience will be worth it. Um, so yeah, I don't think this release date is a product of the um, leaks, because it happened like within hours of each other. And the fact that they had to move um, Ghost of Tsushima as well as Last of Us, like they've been working on this since they delayed The Last of Us, you know, a few weeks ago. Like this isn't a sudden knee-jerk reaction. I, don't, I think it might be only because, like, like and obviously not the Ghost of Tsushima thing, but I think Last of Us thing might be because, like, they they had an indefinite, like, pushback for, like, ten days or like two, like, like a really awkward two amount or three of time. Weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I feel like they could have just waited to. Like, I feel like if they didn't already know this release date or if they only found out this release date when they announced it, like, it seems, like, very no, odd on like, the fly decision-making. Yeah, but I think saying that kind of takes... It doesn't take into account the fact at the moment that dis- distribution platforms and difficulty getting anything anywhere in the world right now is very... It's, like, very difficult to do any sort of mass mm. production sort of thing like that at the moment. And so... Like, I think, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they didn't know the answer until two days ago when they announced. They delayed it because they knew they weren't going to hit March 29th or wherever it was. And they want to get it out as soon as possible. And it ended up being that that was a few weeks later. Like, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. Like, if, if the rumors are true about the PS5 launching with a very minimal amount of consoles, I, I think that games are going to start doing that as well at the moment. Totally. Because, like, yeah... Like, things are being just, made. There's production issues. Like, it's hard to make games at the moment. Yeah. So, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if you get an initial launch shipment of Last of Us and then, like, stores don't have it for months. Much like Animal Crossing has been. Like, EB isn't getting stock of Animal Crossing in until June next. Like, we're not really? getting. Yeah. Like, EB is not getting any more Animal Crossing stock. And we only. Like, EB only got. I keep saying we. I work at EB. Like, we keep getting um, stock in like in drabs drips and drabs and we got like 20 or so april sometime and yes it's going to be another two months before we get any more like it's nuts Mm. um it's weird so yeah news um speaking of the last of us and people who write about the last of us and people who write about studio culture at last of us jason schreier (laughs) is in the news again Except this time, actually, for himself, and not for what the newsie is writing about. Um, for once, the newser is the newsie. Yes. <laughs> 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 so, uh, so, let's just crack into it. This is from gamesindustry.biz. I'm reading this from... This is written by Matthew Handrahan. Uh, Kotaku's Jason Schreier joins Bloomberg News, leaving Kotaku. Influential reporter will continue covering the games industry as part of the Bloomberg tech team. So, former Kotaku News Editor Jason Schreier has joined the team of Bloomberg News, where he will continue to report on the games industry. Schreier, who joined Kotaku in 2011, announced his departure on Twitter last week. However, while it was clear that he would continue to cover video games, Schreier didn't reveal his new employer. Speaking to GamesIndustry.biz, Schreier said that he will be joining the technology reporting team at at Bloomberg? At Bloomberg. He will will have some flexibility in defining his role, he said, but the games industry will continue to be his focus. 
That includes the investigative stories on workplace practices and labour issues that made Shreya one of the most visible and influential figures in the game's press. Shreya will also be starting a podcast with former, former Kotaku colleagues Kirk Hamilton and Maddie Myers under the Maximum Fun Media Network. Um, in an interview published today, we spoke to Shreya about his decision to leave Go Media, Kotaku's parent company, which was established when the private equity firm Great Hill Partners acquired the Gizmodo Media Group in 2019. That was just one of a series of upheavals since Kotaku was part of Gorka Media, which collapsed in 2016. According to Shreya, there is a widespread lack of faith in Go Media's management, which culminated in a mass walkout of staff at Kotaku's sister site Deadspin late last year. Quote, it's been really rough working for a company that is run by management in whom trust has been completely eroded, he said. Quote, our union announced a few months ago that we had taken a vote of no confidence in the CEO. 97% of the union voted to have him removed. That is not the type of thing you see often. And I think that says it all about how our company has been managed over the past year since Great Hill bought us. You can read the full interview with Jason Schreier at gamesindustry.biz. Wow, right? Odd it's like choice. I don't know. Like it, it's hard because like, fuck Mike Bloomberg with like every ounce of strength, but also like <laughs> that's as stable as all held job because dudes are blood sucking billionaire, uh, billionaire. Um, so I mean, you know, like it, it's you know, working in an outlet is hard. Jim Spanfellow seems to have destroyed whatever personality kotaku had for um very very quickly um yeah and you know like i think i i i don't know like i've i've seen people try and call jason out on twitter and he's saying like like there was a tweet here that he said uh in reference to someone calling out bloomberg's awful um working conditions and, and terrible business models uh, Jason said, not sure what, po what point you're trying to make. I'm going to a stable news outlet full of talented people that I believe will allow me to do work. That makes me proud. If that turns out not to be the case, I'll do what anyone would do and reassess. Um, yeah. Seems reasonable. That, yeah, that's like, you know, you can't pick your boss a lot of the time. Um, yeah. So it's, turns out not a lot of people are hiring games writers. Um, so it's not exactly like a, not exactly like a wide, a widespread of people. He could have gone, hey, so I'm going to go this person instead of this person. It's like, yeah, that's poison. a good point. I do think though that if any, like Jason could probably get a job wherever he wanted. <laughs> oh, 100 percent. Um, but that's also like whoever, whoever could afford him as well. Yeah, totally. Yeah. How how, how are you feeling about this tune? Like, do you, do you guys think like we'll be getting different stories from him now? Like different spins on different things I like i don't think so I, I don't know i feel like he is well known enough that he can sort of do what he wants yeah yeah that's a good point and like he's he's clearly like listening to that like um snippet of that um of that interview that he did like he's clearly a man of integrity you know and having pushed really hard for um game workers union movements um, this last year, like he was making big moves with that during GDC 2019. Um, like he, he believes in doing the right thing by people and, and making sure that that's the right thing that's happening all the time. So I'm, you know, I, it, it kind of feels like a man who has that integrity regarding unionization in the games industry would make sure that he is allowed that same 
like affordance and sort of ideal. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, good on him for, you know, sticking to his guns and his, his morals and getting out from what he didn't believe in. And hopefully he can keep doing the amazing work that he's been doing for the last, you know, eight, nine, ten years. I'll give um, him a week. Just to Bloomberg. Pardon? <laughs> I'll give him a week. Give him a week? Um, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, um, this one, I haven't, I haven't read through the whole thing. But I thought it's just a, an interesting one to, to finish on. You all remember that Cooking Mama drama? Mm-hmm. Yes, I have a copy of that game now. Have you played it yet? Nope. Oh. Ah, sitting put there my gathering dust with Fire Emblem. No, I put it on my Switch. Oh, fuck. It made it infinitely further than, than Fire Emblem ever did. Me and Mama are getting serious. <laughs> did you know that Cooking Mama fucks? Does she? I don't want to know. That's enough. I've had enough. <laughs> so... Along that same line, this isn't this isn't a development of that same story, but it is a weird parallel. Um, so this oh, is coming from yeah. this is coming from IGN um, via Matt Perslow. This is an article that came out today. Switch game released without devs' knowledge and lacking features. The Nintendo Switch version of RPG platformer Indivisible launched today, and developer Lab Zero Games had absolutely no idea. Furthermore, the Switch port has been released missing co-op and new game plus modes, as well as other recent additions. Posting on Twitter, Lab Zero Games' Mike Zymont said, quote, Our team found out because people on Twitter sent us congratulations. I had no idea. <laughs> no release. And so this is the... They've embedded the tweet here, so I'm just going to read some of it. The Switch version of Indivisible itself is great. The porting group did seriously excellent work. Runs at a stable frame rate, even handheld. However, the old build that was apparently now released doesn't have co-op, New Game Plus, or anything else recent. I checked myself. No release date announcement, no lead-up PR at all. It's missing current features, the eShop art is the wrong image, the launch does not represent the quality standards of Lab Zero. It just doesn't. I'm sorry, it wasn't us. But hey, it's 20% off. <laughs> he went on how to say... D- how does that happen? I know, right? It's so strange. Um, it's likely... So, following the article, it's likely that the situation is due to Indivisible's partner, 505 Games. We've reached out to both Lab Zero Games and 505 Games for further comment weird right like Mm. especially coming off the back of cooking mama it's i i don't i don't understand this i don't know how this happened um it doesn't like what (laughs) like i remember like i I woke up this morning and i rolled over grabbed my phone checked twitter and the first two tweets i saw was that like those tweets and then someone else who worked on the game who's quote tweeting it i think and i think she said something along the lines of like I can't fucking believe it or something like that. Um, right. And I looked at that and I went and I read everything and I just let it sit for a minute and then I turned off my phone and I went back to sleep and I slept another hour. And then I woke up and I went, what the fuck? Like, what? <laughs> like, that doesn't... What? <laughs> How does that happen? It's so, so strange. Like, and it's so, like, it's so strange that it's happened like two times in the last two weeks. Like, on the same platform, with a similar sort of um, echelon of game. Like, it's just indie games, right? And the thing that gets me is that this is 505. Like, the thing with Cooking Mama last week is that it was a developer I've never heard of, with their game being published by a publisher I've never heard of. But this is 505 Games. They released Control last year. Yeah, they're making Death Stranding on PC. Right? Which is out today! (laughs) they They just poop out this version of Indivisible on Switch? Like, what the hell? 
I don't know. <laughs> Fucking wild. Yeah. And so I just wanted to throw that in there. It's just a an interesting little uh, parallel to a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah, I think that about does it. Anyone else got anything going on? I don't know. It feels like it feels like we're, we're we're finishing early. Anyone want to make any news? It's like when when you finish <laughs> when you finish music class at like it's like your last class of the day, and the music teacher is like, "Well, the documentary's finished, and you know we're in the weird like science room that doesn't have anything in it, but like can't let you leave. But I have nothing for you to do. <laughs> Go play games on the computer. Uh, we didn't have computers back then, you see. Back in the in the 1970s. Sure. <laughs> no, I just meant like our year at our high school was like the last year that didn't have that. Like everyone had a laptop in every class. Hey, did you all know the... that two, that WWE 2K21 has been cancelled? Yeah. Yeah, I did hear that. I didn't hear that. Yeah. No, they're not. They're not doing it. Wow. I mean, makes sense considering the the launch of 2K20, but also like, wow. Yeah, they're coming out it makes with money. They're coming out with a game, like a... I think it's a mobile... It might be a mobile game, or it's just like a low-poly low, f- low cartoon-style game. Like, yeah, it's that Battlegrounds one. The same, like yeah, NBA's the Battle got Battlegrounds, a one as well. I think. Yeah. Um, it's just like a... Yeah. Arcade-y. Not, w, not, not 2K. Just wrestle. Yep. And that's the news for the week. So... <laughs> um... <laughs> I think we'll, well, I think we'll wrap it up. Thanks so much for listening. Um, we appreciate it as always. This um, is minimap.com.au's podcast that we do every couple of weeks. So again, um, you can head to the website, check out previous episodes of the podcast, our other podcasts that we've done, our articles that we've written, and just see, you know, see, have a look around, see what you like. Um, you can also support us at patreon.com/minimapau if you feel like throwing us a few dollars. Um, Thank you so much again to Shook for letting us use their music. Um, again, if you wanted to check that one out on YouTube, the the song is Moog Model D Improv. That's M-O-O-G. That's a type of synthesizer for those who didn't know that. So just just Shook jamming. It's really good. We really appreciate them letting us use it because um, we really think it suits us and is fantastic. So thanks so much. Bit of a dream come true for Jeremy too. I wrote you copy and you just go on for like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote you a script. Yeah, <laughs> I but... I wrote you copy. You it's... can just say the copy. But it's so stale. <laughs> it needs a carry twist. Did you, you didn't... You wrote it and I was reading it and I was like, I'm not reading that. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. I watched you write it earlier. I'm like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if, speaking of Jeremy, you could go to Twitter and find him at... None of my tweets are stale. At <laughs> Obi-Wan Jones. You can find June at... Jinez, J-U-N underscore E-double-S. You can find me at KJ Palmer underscore 24. And you can find the Minimap Twitter account at MinimapAU. Um, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with more gaming news and impressions. Uh, aside from that, thanks so much for listening. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.